0: You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert, and
1: consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. That (laughs) is... Well, is it Monday? Maybe it <laughs> should be like Monday. I, yeah, I, right. I can't. I can't even figure out what the heck I'm supposed to be doing here today. Uh, welcome to Welcome to Ron Segal Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries as we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message and I will be delivering it every day. We're very focused, Joe. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get into our intriguing content today, please join me in welcoming our featured guest and repeat offender, Mary Walters is in the house. Welcome. Good
2: morning.
1: Glad to have you with us. And let me remind you, if you ever have any more finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it.
0: Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
1: Well, I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan, a plan to save you money. I personally work with you, even if you don't have any needs today. Save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. Celebrating today, I guess you have to be religious to celebrate today, because everything has to do with, the day before Ash Wednesday. So it's Fat Tuesday. I'm fat every day. Paxi Day, which I have no idea what it is. Fastrioc Day. I can't even pronounce that one. So I have no idea about any of these.
0: So it is what it is.
1: The ones that I do understand, obviously, National Pancake Day. That I understand. And National Almond Day. Understand that one. Let's move along so I don't get myself in any more trouble, please. The Dow Jones now down or up 21 points. S&P 500 down five. NASDAQ down 61 points. Yeah, oil up 33 cents a barrel. Do you want to know? Should I tell you? Uh, You're going to find out sooner or later. So we might as well break the news for you right here, right now, that when you go to the gas station, you're probably not going to be too excited by what's going on. Although, you know what, I, I, what is it, 300% increase in natural gas in the last couple of days is what I heard. 300%. Yeah, because they just found out that when the wind turbines get ice on them, they don't turn, so they don't generate power. So Texas, you're out of power. Some of the surrounding states, you're not doing much better. Because we had to go green out there. So what, what, what is it that gets the grain going? Well, it's fossil fuel. And they had to truck in, pipe in. Well, no, you can't pipe it in because we're not allowed to use the pipes anymore. So maybe you have to truck in or train in. Uh, maybe the train tracks are frozen. The roads are frozen. How are they getting the natural gas? Well, they're not. It's Basically, it's called supply and demand. When there is no supply, there is large demand. Yeah, the price goes way, way up. So just uh, think about that as you continue some of these crazy guidelines for, and I'm going to say it again, climate change policy. Big difference. Don't confuse climate change with climate change policy. Climate change policy is simply geared to increase the taxes on working people and the poor. And we've talked about that before. They're the ones that get to pay the extra, the extra fuel costs. They're the ones that are freezing right now in Texas, right? Because the guys that can afford it, they've got generators. They know these things happen. So they've got generators. Now, if you're looking at this climate change where they say, well, we don't want fossil fuel because it's too cheap. We know what they don't want the cheap stuff because the cheapest of all fuels, and now it's one of the safest, is nuclear They don't want that one either. So think about some of these things. Climate change policy, again, strictly a a ruse to get more taxes and say, well, you want to pay your fair share. Well, the wealthy, they went and bought a Tesla. They're not paying those new gas taxes. They're not paying the $2.50 or $2.52 a gallon that we're paying national average of a gallon of gasoline. They're not paying $3.48 a gallon national or the state average. Here in Calizuela, where we're paying $0.11 cents a gallon more than they're paying in Hawaii on an average. Now, I haven't been to Hawaii in a few years, but I don't remember seeing much oil in the way of gas refineries out there. Maybe I, maybe they built them out there recently. Don't remember seeing them. I saw some pineapples and some other good stuff, but nothing in the way of gas. Now, If you want gas, 217 Mississippi. I don't know if you want to go to Mississippi right now. And I have some some of my staff in Louisiana, $2.22 a gallon there. And as I remind you, $3.48 right here in Kaliswick. No! Uh, moving right along. Let's see what's going on in the other markets. Here, seniors are probably a little bit happy right now unless they own the bonds. right? So if you own a 10-year bond, the price of the bond dropped, which means the yield, the interest rate went up. 1.283 right now is the yield on a 10-year treasury means interest rates are jumping up a little bit. Maybe they're jumping up a lot of bit, so we'll keep on watching that one for you. Let's see what else is going on in the world. Uh, we've, uh, the, over the weekend, the second impeachment hoax ended. I find this one fascinating as well because now Nancy Pelosi wants to investigate what happened. She wants a 9-11 type commission to investigate what happened January 6th. Don't you think she should have investigated before she placed blame on somebody?
3: But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it.
1: Yeah, we uh, we understand that concept. But I wonder if she's really sure of what she wants. You probably haven't heard this one because the lame street media won't tell you this. Did you watch the... any? Maybe you didn't watch it. If you're smart, you didn't watch any of the impeachment inform- uh, hearings in the Senate. But they voted to have witnesses. And it, the, that vote did go through positively. We can have witnesses. So the prosecutors, the House managers, were going to get to bring in their witnesses. And the president would get to bring in, or his defense team, would get to bring in their witnesses. Did you ever see that happen? Did you see any witnesses come about? I'm going to tell you right here, right now, why you did not see it. Well, the Republicans said their first witness was going to be none other than Nancy Pelosi. Do you think she wanted to tell anybody under oath what she knew and when she knew it? Do you think she wanted to tell anybody that the president had authorized and tried to get or place 10,000 National Guard troops around the mall before his rally. And Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, the mayor of Washington, D.C., said, no, we don't want to do that. I wonder why they didn't want to do that. Does anybody else have these questions going through their head? Why didn't they want to have protection then Yet, now they want to place blame. Hmm. I just wonder about these things. You know, my mind goes in weird directions. Does anybody wonder why the New York Times, yes, the fake New York Times or fake news New York Times. So they came out and said the Capitol policeman that was killed, originally he was killed by bludgeoning with a fire extinguisher. There was a slight problem in that story, and that did come out about... Three days ago, hidden back in the very back part of the New York Times, the medical examiner didn't find any blunt force trauma. Now, he got killed by a fire extinguisher that never touched him. How could that be? I just asked the questions. I'm uh, wondering if somebody could help me out with this. I think I understand where they come up with some of these things. Yeah, yeah. no, no, get away from that stuff, you guys. That's not the idea. Uh, you just got to watch out for some of them. But dude, I just share this with you. Now let's move on to the stories of the day. What's one of the bigger ones? Well, here's this one. Uh, have you think Have you heard Dr. Fauci? Now I told you my opinion of Dr. Fauci. When you look at his history, right, he's been around Washington D.C. longer than most people are alive. Right, we're talking about millennials right now. They have none of them were alive when Fauci started at the NIH. Oh, and yeah, by the way, he was the same guy that presided, in my opinion, over a lot of people dying from AIDS because he didn't want to or authorize the use of drugs that were generic at the time where the drug companies can make a lot of money. Sound familiar? Yeah, we're going through that right now, but you're not going to hear this one in too many places either. Last 14 days. The cases of coronavirus, down 41%. Deaths, down 22%. But Fauci came out and corrected himself when they said the schools could open two weeks ago. Today, they cannot open safely. They need more resources. That transfers into the union bosses in the school districts want more money. Not the teachers. There's a big difference between the teachers and the union bosses. Big fan of the teachers. The unions, though, uh, they're not out there looking out for the kids. Just throw that out there for you. Now, the elites, they're telling us we have to wear two masks. Well, two is good. Was is three better? Four, five, six? Where does that stop? I just wonder about that one. And a couple other things that I questioned today. Can't fly now, or some of the airlines are saying, we can't fly without our vaccination card. But we can vote without a voter ID card. Interesting. And here in Calizuela, have you noticed they've got a 1,509,000 signatures to recall Governor Gruesome? Think about that. But now we've got to go through and we've got to verify every single signature. Did they do that on the absentee ballots? I just questioned that one as well. Where is the, is there any hypocrisy right here? I just wonder about that. Now, the people that are, are in favor or running this, the recall, they understand. So they figured if they get two million signatures, even the cheating won't work this time. I throw that out there. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, it's monthly market review time with our single millennial this time. No, your sidekick's gone. She is. I'm uh, going to do She's it all.
2: Busy selling.
1: Busy selling. So we're gonna we're gonna see if we can carry on without her. We're also going to talk a little bit about millennials. Is it time to buy a bigger house? We'll talk about that, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 or Connect with us, Facebook.com forward slash Ronsegal Radio on Twitter at Ron And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
2: speaking with Ron anytime you're entering a real estate transaction. Having someone who can answer all of your questions that truly cares about you and your family's best interest is priceless. Call Ron Siegel today and you'll be glad you did. 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or you can visit realestateradiowithron.com for more info. Blue Water Credit Repair is the industry
4: leader in fixing bad credit. Did you know a 40-point increase in your credit score can save you $40,000 on a home loan and $4,000 on a car loan? You deserve good credit and peace of mind. Take the first step today and go to BlueWaterCredit.com and register for a free consultation from one of their credit repair experts. That's BlueWaterCredit.com.
1: Trimming of your retirement does not include losing your house. However, due to today's lower stock market, higher medical bills and taxes Many retirees face this very problem. This is why it is necessary that you, as a baby boomer, considering retirement within the next 10 years, understand reverse mortgages and what one could do for you or your parents. A reverse mortgage could make it possible for you or your parents to travel, buy a second home, or start a new business. For more information about reverse mortgages, just call our off-air number at 1-800-306-1990. That's one 800 306 1990 or visit realestateradiowithron.com and click the free workshop button
4: are you currently renting a home do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment why not explore the options to purchase your own home can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5 percent apr this means with ten thousand five hundred dollars you can purchase a three hundred thousand dollar home and have a principal and interest payment of about thirteen hundred dollars per month what are you paying in rent?
1: The mortgage minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. When you're ready for that next loan, Geneva's got the programs and the products. You've got the phone. Make the call. Text my home mortgage to 79564. My home mortgage, no spaces to 79564. Dow Jones now up 47 points. NASDAQ down 60 points. What else is going on in the market? The S&P 500 down two points. Ten-year treasury is up four basis points. That means the yield is 1.282. And the mortgage-backed securities, that bond is down 37 basis points. means interest rates are up. Not a good sign right there. But how do we know when this is all going to stop? That's what we're going to watch out for. Well, we've got a couple of conflicting factors going on right here. The New, York, the New York Manufacturing Index for February measures that the health of manufacturing sector in New York region rose 12.1 to, to, to 3.5. Uh, holy cow, 12.1 to 3.5 and is twice the estimate. Prices received rose 8 points to 23.4. Highest since May 2011 shows some inflationary pressures. Inflation is not the friend of bonds. We know the good side of the economy is seeing inflation due to supply chain issues, but the services sector is keeping inflation in check for now. Once the masks come off, vaccine is more widespread. We could see the service inflation return, but at the same time, supply chain issues may be resolved by that, bringing down inflation on goods. Bottom line, something that we're going to need to be watching very, very closely. And we also know the Federal Reserve, $100 billion, $120 billion a month they're spending. Think about that one. I ain't going to be here to see it get paid back. You will be. (laughs) Young people are going to get to pay that one back. (laughs) And It's amazing, but nobody seems to care that this this is going on. And somebody has to pay this bill. You keep issuing all these bonds, buying all these bonds. Those things mature in 30 years. Now, at my age, 30 years, I'm probably not going to be around to see that bond mature. (laughs) Somebody's got to pay the bill. But let's take a look this. Every month we try and come and we get a monthly market report. And I talk about it from the old person's standpoint. Mary comes in and chats about it from the millennial standpoint. We may even get, what, Gen X, Gen Z coming back next time?
2: I think she's very borderline. We we couldn't figure out if she was Gen Z or a millennial. Okay, so. <laughs> Google doesn't give us a specific answer. Doesn't give us
1: the exact answer. Heck, Google, you can't trust them Seriously. for anything. But let's take a look, being that uh, we're here right now. Existing home sales totaled 4, 5.64 million in 2020, up 5.6%. Five point six percent, the most re- since the recent Great Recession. So that's a fascinating number to me. I think about that number, and th- what pops out to me is sales up five point six percent, but there was no inventory.
2: Mm-mm. It doesn't feel like it is, right? Especially out here. I mean, I know this is a national number, right? But I'm pretty sure California isn't tracking too far behind this,
1: right? So you you wonder when the the biggest thing every time we spoke last year. Our common conversation was: "There's nothing available,"
2: and that's still a conversation,
1: right? So, if there's nothing available, sales go up. That's a uh, that's a good recipe for pricing to go up, definitely. Right? I mean, <laughs> basic supply and demand, supply and demand one hundred and one from my days at Chapman College before it was a university. Uh, that that uh, kind of gives us the indication that uh, that's prices should continue to go up. Forecasting for twenty twenty one so fannie mae is saying that we're going to continue that increase every one of them the national association well national association of realtors and actually all of the all of the stats that we get on these are all somewhat biased right i mean fannie mae you know they're buying the mortgages Na- national association of realtors they're selling mortgage bankers association they want to finance every one of them all of them say well national association of realtors one uh, a million more sales this year than last year mm-hmm. forecasting are you seeing more inventory coming up to make that happen
2: um it's been tracking about the same maybe a little bit more heading into the spring market but um i think one of the big issues right now that we're not seeing the inventory grow or it doesn't seem like the inventory is growing because everything just goes pending so fast. So it doesn't seem like the inventory is there, even though it's coming on the market, which is so fast, it still feels like there's nothing out there.
1: That's fascinating that you bring that up because I did see quite a few, you know, when we watch uh, properties for our featured home segment, you look at it, hits the market today, pending tomorrow. Yep. Now, so I'm going to throw this at you then because you've got a lot of realtors that are in the same office as you. Mm -hmm almost leads me to believe that there's some information sharing. Does that happen in in active offices where, you know, John goes out and gets a new listing and comes back to the office and he's trying to get it all prepped and tells everybody about it? Definitely. Yeah, okay.
2: Definitely. And there's even deals that we've been doing, you know, that haven't even hit the market that we're putting together on the side saying, oh, we have to tell it. We have the buyer. We're doing the deal off market. There's been a lot going around.
1: So when, like that when, when that deal is done off market, does that ever get into the stats or does it just go in as, as a pending from day one?
2: We put it in for the comp purposes. Okay. But yeah, that all the deals are happening off. Well, not all the deals, but there are quite a few deals happening off market.
1: So if I went on to Zillow or Realtor, that's not even going to really, it's going to show up as pending before I could even find it there.
2: It's basically they put it in when it closes. So it's going to show up as closed.
1: Oh, it goes in as closed. Okay, so another one of those reasons where you hear these people that say, "Well, I, I don't, what do I need a realtor for? I can just go right online and find the properties." Well, not always the case, right? So you're not you're not getting opportunity to even see them at that point. Interesting. So again, then we're bringing dealing then with in, increased pricing, mm-hmm. right? So if I was the seller. And my agent comes to me and says, Okay, I think you should put this on the market. I'm just gonna throw a number, Mm 600,000. And they come back and they say, Okay, I've got a buyer at 625,000. I'm gonna be happy. But if they come back at 590, I'm gonna say, Well, maybe shouldn't we put it on the market?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, bottom line is the agents have to be looking at it, being that they've all got their fiduciary duties to find what the real market value is. And deal with uh, the price appreciation. Yep. So they're doing that before it even hits the market. And We can look and see what the home price forecaster is. Now, I'm a big fan. One of the one, one of the favorites for me is Zelman and Associates. Ivy Zelman does a great job uh, for the more for the uh, uh, real estate industry. She's saying six percent appreciation for 2021. I can see it. <laughs> do, you, do you see that one?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And again, she's dealing with a national number. If you look at the National Association of Realtors, Realtor.com, Freddie Mac, MBA, Fannie Mae, CoreLogic, Log- Core still, we're still listening to them. They've got a 2.9%. Yeah, Remember, they're the one that said a negative 6.6% last year in February. But all of them are coming up with an appreciation level averaged out at 5%. What do you think California? I mean, I know you're not an economist. I'm
2: not. Right?
1: (laughs) But this is a national number of 5%. Do you -hmm. think California is going to be above or below that? I think we'll be right in line with that. Right in line? Mm -hmm. Okay. So 5%, think about those concepts. Now we go to the mortgage side of things, right? Because remember, when you're buying a piece of property, the price is not the important part. I know you're going to tell me, Ron, I don't want to overpay, but- are you going to pay cash? Millennials paying cash right now?
2: Definitely not.
1: <laughs> right? So uh, We're
2: still living at home. <laughs>
1: still living at home, right? And, and that's even with having a down payment assistance programs out there where you could be basically 1% down, right? Think about that. But the important part of buying a piece of property is the monthly payment, mm-hmm. right? I don't care if I can, if, if somebody says to me, Ron, you can get a million dollar property and your payment's going to be $1,000 a month.
2: We'll take
1: it. Or a $500,000 property, it's gonna be $3,000 a month. Mm -hmm. You want the million one, right? 100%. Pretty simple, simple math, but I'm 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 a simple guy, right? So, what's important to us is what our monthly cost is, not the price. Key component of cost is the price of the property, term of the loan, and interest rates. Well, what do we think the interest rates are going to do? Likely that they're going to go up or go down?
2: I would say go up. They can't get much lower.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly. I mean, when you're looking at interest rates, and you know, like I said this morning, they went up quite a bit, but when you're looking at interest rates at two, two and a half, three percent, you have an opportunity to go down only to two and a half or three percent. They're not going to go to zero, right? So if they can only go down that amount, Then our concept is they can go up. Well, I'm old enough to remember 18 percent interest. Yeah, most of you don't remember that one, do you? You (laughs) probably read that in a history book somewhere. (laughs) I've heard the stories. You heard the stories, right? I've I've got to deal with that. So just think about that concept. They can go up a lot faster. Mortgage rates is the important part. Uh, I think they're gonna they'll probably go up. We're forecasting it pretty flat, is what our forecast is saying. Risk is that they go up before they go down. You're listening to Ron Segal Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, more on the monthly market report. We're going to also talk about millennials. Is it time to buy a bigger home? And, of course, we have a featured home brought to you by my myfavoritelender.net. All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number, 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio, no longer on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you missed any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. selling you're experiencing a loan modification short sale foreclosure there are a lot of things going on in this marketplace how can people get a hold of you real easy all you have to do is call the number is 1-800-306-1990 press option one interesting times in the market right now where do you think the markets are going from here that's a great question all i can say is this as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The Real Time Real Estate segment today being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. Millennials, is it time to buy a bigger home? That's a question. In today's housing markets, all eyes are on the millennials. Not only are millennials the largest generation, but they're also currently between 25 and 40 years old. These are often considered prime home buying years when many people begin to form their own households and invest in real estate. If you're like many millennials who are spending much more time at home these days, you may have a growing need for more space or upgraded features, making moving more desirable than ever. For those millennials who already own a home, there's a great opportunity to move up in 2021. Danielle Hale, chief economist at Realtor.com, explains, quote, older millennials will trade up buyers with many having owned their first homes long enough to see substantial equity gains, unquote. Even if you bought a home sometime in the last few years, you may have more equity than you realize, it's a big factor to consider when you're thinking about moving according to the homeowner equity insights report from core logic quote in the third quarter of 2020 the average homeowner gained approximately i should have my drum roll right for that one uh, how would you th- okay should i throw that quiz at you
2: sure what was the? what was that <laughs> throw
1: it at me in the third quarter of 2020 the average homeowner gained approximately how much in equity during the last year
2: like
1: dollar amount wise or percentage wise? Dollar
2: amount. That's
1: a little loud, isn't it? On average. <laughs> I, I would say seventy-five
2: hundred bucks. You're half. Half.
1: Seventeen thousand. No Seventeen thousand last year.
2: Wow. And that's a wait, national. Wait, that's just in one quarter.
1: No, for the last for for the year. Oh, I thought you said just in one quarter. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got it there. <laughs> Growing equity can be the driver you're looking for to fund your next move, especially if you wanna if if what you need in a home is changing right now as equity builds over time, it can be put toward the down payment on your next home. In addition to equity gains, today's housing market affordability is powered by record low mortgage rates. So moving at a time. When you can get more for your money, may be more realistic than you think. Bottom line: if you're a millennial and you're thinking about moving this year, think about it this year, you're not alone. Let's chat about it. So we'll just talk about that before we get back to our market report. If you are that millennial and you're looking to buy that next home, bigger home, any home. Let's ask Mary, should we sell that home to get to, to take that equity out or is there a better way?
2: Well, I have a personal preference. I'll tell you what my plan is. Okay. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before is because I bought a condo three years ago. So I was twenty-five when I bought it. Um my plan from the very beginning was I was never gonna be here forever, but it's in a good rental market and I will hold that condo forever.
1: Nice. So so you bought it when you're 25. Theoretically, by the time you're 55, if you decide to go that route, it could be paid paid free and clear. Mm-hmm. And so right now, roughly, what is the rent that you could get on that if you were to go try and rent it right now?
2: Um, about 2400 bucks a month.
1: 2400 a month. So it's not out of range to say that you're going to probably be, give or take, around $7,000, $8,000 a month in 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's bad for retirement money, right? Yeah it's a retirement plan and that's why we talk about it and i'm going to post it put this right up on our screen because it is one of my favorite of our of our banners because mary's done it already strategy beats rate always think about that it doesn't matter what you take out and i've told you how to retire on $18,000 a month 18,000 a month by with a simple plan right no 401k no ira that wouldn't be a bad thing 18,000 a month in retirement love it right it's always putting a plan and when you look at that as long as you get to that finish line it doesn't matter what the interest rates are Mm -hmm. right because you're always taking money out to put it into the next property so have you thought about the concept of how many properties you want to have by whatever your retirement goal is
2: i have i don't have a certain number in mind i mean i just want to keep going okay you know like i don't want to be like okay well i am until I reach my goal. You know, I right. just want to keep going.
1: So in your case, it's basically when, when the opportunity presents, you'll make that decision then. Yep. And, and, and I can tell you, I've got a, a close family friend who I've helped many, many times, private client of our, our lending team. He's built a massive empire by watching cycles. And what do you mean by cycles? So what his concept is, when the markets are good, he collects cash. Mm-hmm. When the markets are bad, he's buying, Yep. right? Because we know that every seven years or so, historically, the real estate market has a, a little pullback,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Is that what you're planning on buying? Yeah. Right. I
2: mean, well, I'll buy when I can well, buy, honestly. Yeah. Like,
1: when it makes <laughs> sense. When
2: the price is right.
1: Yeah, and we're not even talking, it's not Monty Hall. Who was that? Well, whatever. it doesn't matter. Rising interest rates reduce... Uh, we're going to get back to our report here. Rising interest rates reduce house buying power and affordability, but are often a strong sign of a strong economy, which increases demand. By any historic standard, today's mortgage rates remain historically low, continue to boost house buying power, and keep purchase robust. That's according to Mark Fleming at the at First American. We talked about that a little bit. And Mary told us she thought the interest rates are going to go up. I think that they're going to... You know, they're going to go up. I mean, it's just a matter of when, mm-hmm. right? We we don't know we don't we don't know the date. We don't try and time the market here at all, but we do have the information from people that are smarter than me: Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, Mortgage Bankers Association, National Association of Realtors. So they're saying by the end of the, the second quarter, current year average is going to be two point nine two percent interest rate. You're going to probably have to pay some to get that. You always do in their numbers. Uh, they're looking at the third quarter, 3%, 3.02, fourth quarter, 3.07. First quarter of next year, 3.17. Trajectory is basically what you said.
2: but And it's still not a crazy jump. There's still right. super low rates.
1: <laughs> think about that concept. I mean, we're talking about rates going up to
2: 3.17.
1: But, <laughs> that's amazing when you think about some of those numbers. So, where are the listings going to come from this year? Some people feel. Comfortable listing their home during the first half. Others will want to wait until the vaccines are widely distributed. This suggests more inventory will be for sale late in 2021 and into the spring selling season 2022. Do you hear too many people talking about, are they, are they worried about the virus when they're thinking about selling their home?
2: I think it's a 50-50. There are some people who honestly don't care. I mean, if they need to sell, they need to sell. Right. You know, they're going to do what it takes to sell. And then there are people, who yes, they have concerns. And maybe they, they're the people who are stacking up all the showings in one day. They don't want people just traipsing it in another house all day, you know.
1: Do you think that's the case because of the virus, or is it just because it's a good excuse? Because if, when I'm selling my house, mm-hmm. I don't want to I, I, the the smallest window of getting the best price is what I want, mm-hmm. but I don't want that museum. Yeah, I don't want people drinking it. So if <laughs> I can use any excuse we can use to get the agents to get the best opportunity to get me the best value, mm-hmm. really is what I'm looking for. Yep, months supply. This just fascinates me, and so Mary, you, sp- you mentioned this a little earlier in the broadcast about the concept of how long properties are staying on the market, mm-hmm. right? One point nine months. Now I'm looking back, and I, I don't know if I've, if we've got a slide for it. We might have had one, or might have talked about it before. But I can I'm not sure I can ever remember one point nine months inventory. Right? <laughs> I mean, the
2: chart. I mean, that is. Right. Low compared to all the other.
1: Yeah, we see up there, and you know we see some some builder supply coming on. We had huge numbers in permits being pulled the end of last year. New housing starts the end of last year from the builders. They don't put property on the market because they think prices are going down. Right, <laughs> they've got millions and billions of dollars that they've got invested. They're not putting it out there because they think prices are going down. So, if you're thinking about buying. Now might be the right time. Total housing inventory at the end of December totaled. Think about that—a million seventy thousand units for the entire country. A million units, right? We've got with thirty-three million people in in Calizuela, and the whole country has a million units. Unsold inventory sits at in an all-time okay, all-time low—one point nine month supply, according to NAR, down from two point three in November and down from three-month figure recorded December of 2019. <laughs> So, let's see about consensus view of work from home. Are we going back? Do you think we're gonna go back to work? you know in offices? I mean we're working, but are we what is your thoughts about that? Yeah,, I
2: mean, well, I'm back in the office, but right. <laughs> I think for a lot of people, they're continuing to work from home and a lot of places are transitioning. They realize it can be done, and they can save a lot of costs by having people work from home.
1: so you've uh, you've been in, in the real estate space, even you're even though you're young, you've been in the real estate space for some time. You've got some experience. Mm-hmm. When you started, were there more people in the office than there are now? Oh, definitely. So do you think that we're gonna end up going back to that large office the need for those large office spaces? No. So we can start moving and enjoying a bigger piece of property. Mm-hmm. right you don't need that because I'm gonna throw this out to you, Mary, and This isn't on, our, on our, our report here. But other than what you you shared earlier with the properties that never ever hit the market, for the most part, we can find property online. Yes. Who's there to help? So, as a millennial, are you comfortable? Are you, I should say, are your friends comfortable? Because you're 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 a professional in the industry. Mm-hmm. Do you, are your friends comfortable with trying to negotiate their own prop purchase? <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I think this is something we talked before the broadcast. But most millennials don't truly even understand the home buying process and what needs to be done.
1: Okay. Yeah, so if they don't if they don't even understand what they need to do, they're well, the ones that aren't in, in mom and dad's basement, I guess, is the ones we should be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right? So for the rep but but they're they they do not know that. So if they try to go online and do the the online purchases, mm-hmm. do you think they're gonna end up with a good result? No. Are are they thinking that? Do they think they'll get a good result?
2: Oh, I highly doubt it.
1: So they're smart enough to know that part. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a key to it, right? Because there's so many people that just say, I can do it on my own. I don't really need professional guidance.
2: And I want to say that's probably a little bit of like the older generation thinking, like they're the ones who are like, I'm going to do it for sale by owner. I want to just save the money and everything.
1: Interesting. You know, like, okay. because I I listened to some dumb commercial on, I'm a country muse. I can't, I can't, I don't understand that rap stuff. I can't understand what they're saying. Right, So I listen to country music. It's, it seems like it's old person stuff. Mm-hmm. and they have some dumb commercials on cut rate brokers.
2: yep, I've heard those.
1: are your are your peers enticed by that or do they realize that it's a, that it my opinion it's a scam?
2: I mean, I haven't really talked to anybody about it, but like, I mean, I hear because I'm in the real estate industry, I'm like, <sighs> I roll my eyes and I just scoff at it. Um, but of course, Even from the millennial perspective, again, they're not selling the homes. They don't even understand, like, how the real estate agents get paid (laughs) during all of this. So I don't even think they're paying attention tuning into that.
1: So what I want to talk about, because our producers, I already ran over. But what I want to talk about, we're going to get back into our monthly market report. But when we come back, let's chat with Mary a little bit about what a realtor does to earn their money. You can probably share that with us off the cuff. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to talk about that with Mary when we come back. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. We've got a featured home brought to you by my favorite lender, .net, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. I'll offer number 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsiegelradio.com, facebook.com forward slash Radio. No longer on Twitter at Ron And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube.
5: Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564.
0: Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Segal Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as
1: well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Segal Radio anytime at 800-306-1990. 0800-306-1990. The featured home segment today being brought to you by lender.net. Hey, we've got a property here. Whose is it? Looks like Allison Keane has this one. 9416 Hampstead Court in Riverside. Three bedrooms, two full and a half a bath. Stunning Mission Ranch home in Orange Crest. An absolute gem that you're going to fall in love with. The spacious layout and well-thought-out floor plan. Adorable front patio. Sets the table for entry into the downstairs living area with wood floors throughout. Kitchen is complete with stainless steel appliances, lots of counter space. All three bathrooms are upstairs along with a cozy loft for tons of extra space. Master bedroom is very spacious with two separate closets. I wonder why they have two separate closets. My wife gets all of it anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, Laundry room is conveniently located upstairs. All that price, $529,000. Let's look at some financing options, 5% down. You're looking at $2,052 a month, principal and interest. If you've got 20% down, you're looking at $1,728, principal and interest. Strategically thinking, 25% down. We're looking at $1,542 for those of you keeping score. That will be a 3.094 APR, a 2.818 APR, and a 2.60 APR, NMLS 217037. I got to keep the compliance people happy. They get mad at me if I don't throw all those uh, fancy things in there. But that is the featured home. Again, if you want more information, give me a call 800 306-1990. I'll put you in touch with Allison. She's got the property. The team has any financing options. Throw it out there. And again, you can get all the financing options at myfavoritelender.net. You're going to have a mortgage calculator. It's a great, great tool to help you figure out different payment options for you. So all you have to do is go over there, get it. It is free. Yeah, you know that's my favorite word. So we're chatting this morning, Mary Walters, Realty Pro 100 is in the house. We do do a monthly millennial report. And one of the fun things that happens on Ron Siegel Radio is because, you know, I talk in the opening that we've got a very focused show. The show might be focused, but I'm not. So we end up going down these rabbit trails and uh, we just throw things out there. And before the break, if you caught us, we were chatting about these cut rate realtors that, you know, they want you to believe that there's a free lunch. And I was saying that I hear this one that's on the, on the radio station that I listen to, The Old People Show. It's not Lawrence Welk. Don't go there with me. You don't even know who Lawrence Welk is, do you? <laughs> Those of you who are a, little, uh, a little older will remember Lawrence Welk and the bubblies that my grandparents used to make me listen to. Uh, that's a different story. But the cut rate brokers and what they come up with and what they want want us to believe. So one of them says that they can sell your house. Now I've got the real estate report card in front of me, Mary. And it says Orange County median home price $822,000 and uh, let's see the 61 years it averages a 5.29 percent appreciation we're projecting 6.93 for the next year so this guy says that he can sell that and he can do everything that any other realtor will do for six thousand dollars or something stupid like that mm-hmm, i've heard that one what goes what is a realtor going to be doing over the course of their um time that they've got that property to to it that justifies the reason why I say that you, you have to have a Realtor.
2: So the realtor really is there, I would say, to protect you and your biggest asset. Okay. I mean, you can, can you sell a home FISBO nowadays? Sure, you can. For sale by owner. Yes. But do you understand the contracts? Do you understand the legal aspects that go with selling a home? There's so much liability that comes with selling the home that as a realtor, we're there to help you walk you through every step of the way and make sure you're Crossing your T's and dotting your I's, and we're getting you the finish line.
1: So, this property, and I'm not, I should say, well, let's go back to our featured home today. Right? So, that property is $529,000. It's in Riverside. That's probably a little more than the median home price for Riverside. I'm not sure. I, I, I could have pulled that up. But, the a traditional agent, and I'm just going to use numbers because I'm not a realtor. And I, I like I round numbers. So 6%, we're going to say that's around $30,000 in commission. Mm-hmm. That's going to be for both you to protect me mm-hmm. and somebody else is getting paid out of that to protect mm-hmm. the buyer.
2: Yep, and handle all the negotiation between the two and, you know, with escrow and title and all that good stuff. So getting to the end.
1: Now, I haven't been there yet, thank goodness. But... I have uh, i' I've, I've, I've had many many of our private clients that have gotten divorced mm-hmm. and they go and they hire an attorney to protect their assets mm-hmm. and frequently you see it, especially if it's contentious, you're looking at twenty five to fifty thousand dollars as a retainer
2: mm-hmm. for each of them yeah right
1: <laughs> So here you're talking about thirty thousand dollars to protect what is probably the biggest asset
5: mm-hmm.
1: right and you're splitting that amongst two attorneys yes. Right? So there's a there's a lot of contracts here. Yep. There, there's a lot of unknowns, right? In a, in a divorce, mm-hmm. you pretty much know everything, right? We hate each other, we want to go each other our own ways. Yep. Here, somebody could fall. Yep. There could be I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun right now with you, Mary. <laughs> Story time with Mary.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, so I'm going to tell you a, a story. You can think, so give you a second to think. I'm not going to even hit the sound bar. Maybe I will hit my sound bar here right now so that you can have a second. Okay. Right? So,
2: story or pop quiz?
1: <laughs> <laughs> story, you got to think of it, right? Okay. So that's where the challenge comes up. Something that no one would ever think about. A
2: pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> okay.
1: Was that it? Yeah, no, I was just thinking about something no one would think about that comes up in a real estate transaction that you're protecting your buyer from or your seller.
2: A pandemic and then all the new rules and regulations that get in place because of everything that was going on with COVID. I mean, there were so many new forms and like guidelines and everything that we as realtors were keeping up with. Sure. You know, and they were changing, you know, weekly and everything that we had to keep up with to make sure that we were following all the California guidelines. And that's something when you're doing a for sale by owner, if you're not aware of that, you're opening yourself up to a lot of liability.
1: That's a big issue, right? I mean, because you know what what would happen and, and I don't know the answer to this. I don't I don't know if you do if you pipe in, but you know, if you sell a house and you didn't disclose something like that. Mm-hmm. Is the liability that you have to buy the house back or you, you have to pay the pay off the mortgage and maybe the other side keeps the house?
2: You're open right? up to a lawsuit.
1: Yeah, lawsuit, and, and then it's gonna to go to some jury that doesn't really care about you. Mm-hmm.
2: And then when it comes to the discount brokerages or the cut rate brokerages that we talk about, if they're not willing to negotiate for themselves, why are they gonna negotiate well for you? Sure. With your biggest asset if they can't even negotiate and tell you why they bring you value.
1: Absolutely. Great information, as always. There's a lot to think about if you're looking at buying or selling a house, and I think you need to get a great real estate professional to help you. I'm just throwing that out there. Give me a call anytime, but set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Segal Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John and Sean, who are engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime. 800 306 1990 or ronsiegelradio.com. And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio. Let's go out in the Kelly
0: Saints. Tides that I tried to swim again.